have you ever heard the say, like some of the old sayings, like, um, you are who you run with, or maybe birds of a feather flock together. Have you heard some of those things? Some of those things were, mom used to say those to me, like growing up. Those are some of the things that, that she would say to me. And at the time, I didn't really understand what she was saying. Cindy, I love you. Now let's see if I can see through these. Um, I didn't really understand everything that she was saying about that. Ooh, those are, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Maybe I'm not quite as, I wouldn't say old. I didn't say old. (laughs) What I didn't understand was how she was talking about our environment and how much our environment really plays a part in our lives. So, what we need to understand is every single solitary person, we all have the Holy Spirit, we all have the enemy, which is flesh, right? And so we all have a battle going on within ourselves, could be on a daily basis. Most of the time it is on a daily basis. So, in knowing that, our environment is so extremely important, Okay, let's talk about the battle for a second. The battle between the enemy, which the enemy, the beast, the enemy, flesh, what comes out of that? Negativity and hatred and misery. But on the other hand, we have the nature of God. Positive, loving, happiness, joy. We could go on for days there. So this is a battle that's going on inside of us. So I have a question for you. What are you surrounded by? Here's one thing that I would like for you to do, and if you don't want to do it, that's fine, because there's always people telling you what to do. If you want to, fine. If you don't want to, fine. But I encourage you to take out a piece of paper, and I encourage you to write down... Three people that you work, that that you spend most of your time with at work. Just write those names down. And just write them in a line, straight up and down. Three of those people that you spend the most time with at work. Now Now write three people that you spend the most time with at your leisurely time. When you're not at work, most of the time that you spend, three people at work, three people on your leisurely time. Okay, so now I want to ask you a question. In that list of six people, are they positive or are they negative people? Meaning... When you walk in of a morning and you say, good morning, do they say, good morning, it's an absolutely fabulous day today? Or do they look at you and say, well, it's morning? There you go. Within the first 10 seconds. Which one? So with those people, write down, are they positive or are they negative? Do they fill your tank or do they drain you? 
When you spend time with them one-on-one and it's just the two of you, do you leave that conversation, do you leave it going, I can take on the world? Or do you leave it thinking, I could take a nap? Because you have people that will fill your tank and you have people that will drain your tank. Now, write the, I'm telling you, write it down with all of those people. What are they? Do, you, do they encourage you or do they tear you down? We all, you know, we all at times, trying to figure out what my little note over here says because... Do they encourage you or do they tear you down? So if you, you know, maybe you, maybe you missed a promotion at work. Are they the ones that are coming up to you and they're going, bud, you did an amazing job, not really sure what happened, but hey, let's keep going from here. Do they come up and they say, do you know what you could have done different? Hello. Do they encourage you? Whenever they find out that you're sick, are they the ones that show up and they pray for you? Are they the ones going, I hope you don't die? By the way, I really do hope that, but I'd pray for you, Pam. (laughs) Okay, so do the people that are on this list, do they cover your failures or do they focus on your failures? So if something happens... Are they the ones that, because in our human nature, which is self, which is actually in turn the enemy, when we fail at things, a lot of times what we want to do is we want to focus on that. We want to talk about it with the people that are the closest to us. So that person finding out whether they're going to be a positive or a negative person, they'll listen to you the first time. Second or third time, they're going, hey, that's behind us. We're no longer focusing on that. We're going forward from here. Or are they the ones that's like, yeah, you remember when you screwed up last time? Positive and negative in our environment changes so much about about us and about what we can do for others. Are you free to be you around them, or are you bound up? You know, I tell you, even the Bible tells us that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty or freedom. So if you're in relationships that you're not free to be you, what's within that? You should be able to be you no matter where. And guess what? God called you to be you. He did not call you to be anyone else. And I promise you, every single solitary time you try to be someone else, you will always come in second because you were never meant to be that person. You're meant to be what God called you to be. There are lots of people sitting here right now that have a call, that have a desire, that have, they're wanting to do something for the kingdom. But your fear is kicking in. 
And when our fear kicks in, guess what we surround ourselves by? Negativity. Because we, when fear sets in and we don't step up to the faith, we want to be around the people that are going to keep us right where we're at. So I'm telling you, environment plays so much into what we're going to do. Okay, now let's look within. Because, obviously, we have to look within, correct? Our environment, we need to look at our environment. And sometimes looking at our environment is very difficult because sometimes looking at our environment are the people that we've been friends with forever and we have absolutely, we don't know what, they're the, they're the negative influence in our lives. And until we get strong enough to be the positive influence, we need to distance ourselves. So I'm telling you, mm, 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 mm. it's good stuff. All right, Colossians 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Okay, did you hear that? Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Guess, what's that? Guess what that says to me? And we can agree to disagree. I'm going to love you regardless. Hope you love me regardless too. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. So this tells me that we have a choice. We have a choice. We can either set our mind on the godly things or we can set our mind on the self things because the earthly things is all about, it's all about self, self. Ephesians 4.29 says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Hmm. Whoops. How do we do that? How do we do that? I mean, by the way, speaking about words, I was laughing over there when Justin was talking about <laughs> doing two performances at three hours apiece. Like, that's a total of six hours talking. <laughs> I could do that and not have swollen whatever. I mean, I'm not... <laughs> I mean, really, I could probably talk for eight or nine hours and be fine. <laughs> and the husband says, <laughs> true story right there. That is the truth. That is. Okay, so 1 Timothy 1, 5 and 6, it says, Now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. Okay. From which, having strayed, now listen to this. From which, some, having strayed, have turned aside to idle talk. So if the purpose of the, commitment, of the commandment is love, when we're not speaking in love, we're speaking idle talk. So if we're not speaking positive, it, the, the Bible also tells us that fresh water and salt water can't spew out of the same spout. So if we're speaking positive, negative's not going to come out. Forms our world, guys. I'm telling you, it forms your world. 
positive and negative, forms it. So the idle talk is obviously negative talk, right? And guess what? Being negative comes somewhat easy. It's the nature of the beast. It is within us all. It does come easy. However, being positive can be attained. And the true nature, your true nature, can show out in everything that you do. In everything that you do. True nature of God. Positive. Thank you. See, he's such a good man. I'm just glad he asked a question I knew the answer to. <laughs> so I heard, um, actually, I believe it was Mark Schell. He said, you know, anything that makes you smile is God. Okay, so I really thought about that after he said that. And I was like, anything that makes you smile is God. That's, that's first of all, pretty cool. So... In knowing that, we, and we also only do what we think about, if something's not going right in our lives, you know, like Pastor Justin was talking about, you know, I mean, for, he's, I mean, he's obviously announced forever, and he's older than I am, so it's been a very long time. So since he has done that for a long time, you know, what did he say? For the longest time, you know, he would still go get a shot, and he would still have issues with it because he was living in fear, negative. He was listening to his flesh, self, because he was focused on him. This is how I feel. I feel bad. I feel, you know, like I'm going to lose my voice. I feel what is going to happen. That's what he was focused on. And guess what? That's what he got. That's exactly what he got. But now what an awesome testimony for this time to go for seven days straight. Still, still, you know, I mean, it has to be in the back of his mind. But every time that come forth, what did he do? Mm-mm, no way. Either way, it's going to be fine. Fear didn't creep up. That is just, that's one instance where negative and positive has impacted his life. Every single solitary one of us have those instances. What we think about, what we do is what we think about. If you don't like what you're doing, Change what you're thinking about. Change how you're talking about things. Change those things. Remember that battle? That battle that's going on within every single one of us. Guys, no one is exempt. The battle that's going on between the enemy, which is flesh, and the spirit, which is God, that battle that's going on is real. But how awesome is it that we know that when we get God's mindset, the positive, the happy, when we get that mindset, we step out of the negative and the fear and the misery that so many people are living in. 
So this is daily. So I just wanted to give you a little, like, some for instances. Okay? One of the things that I know is most people are the most negative about themselves, about their spouse, or about their job. Those are the things that people are the most negative about. So let's look at some of those. Self, I can never lose weight. Guess what's going to happen? You're not. How about turning it around? That's self. That is incomplete self. How about if we flip that around and we say, I'm perfectly and wonderfully made and my body quickly releases extra fat. Now let me tell you something about this. When God started me on this journey, (laughs) every time I would say things like that, the flesh, that battle, seemed like it was going on on the outside. And I felt like I was being black and blue. Because when I would say things like that, up here, my flesh would say, really? Well, it don't look to me like it's releasing the fat quickly. But that's called renewing of the mind. We renew our mind to the godly side of us, and that's why we can hear his voice louder because we're listening for it. When we're on the negative side, we're listening to the enemy and we're listening for that voice because we've been in tune and we've, been, we've had the habit of looking at the negative. But when we switch over to the positive and we start looking from the God, God's perspective, then it's a whole different story. And then before long, the negative is like fingernails on a chalkboard. Because if someone were to come up to Pastor Justin now and say, ooh, well, okay, it happened. The doctor himself. Was it the doctor? Nurse. Somebody. You know, was like, hope, well, hope your weekend's well. Hope your weekend goes well, you know. But his response was quick. Because an automatic. It was an automatic. It wasn't, yeah, me too. I mean, I've got a huge weekend coming up, which is what it would have been before. I mean, honestly. And I know that because, I mean, we've been like brother and sister from birth almost. But so it would have been. But praise God, not anymore. And that means we can get there. I'm telling you, if he can get there, we can get there. See? There we go. Amen. (laughs) That's exactly... (laughs) <laughs> well, a little longer. <laughs> or what about, you know, my spouse, husband or wife, they, they'll never give me enough affection. How about that one? Well, what about if we turn that around in the spirit and say, I'm so thankful I have a loving and affectionate husband, wife. See how that play on words switches that and it switches it from negative to positive and let me tell you something it works I promise you 
it switches it from fear to faith. It just, it switches it. And it is, and it works. I promise you it works. How about this? I hate my job. I'd like somebody to count how many times they hear that from a person in a day if you see a lot of people. How many times you hear something negative about their job within the first 15 seconds of talking to them? Well, what about turning it over to the Spirit and say, I'm so thankful that I have an awesome opportunity and that opportunity helps pay my bills. Let me tell you something about that too. When you start being thankful for those opportunities, more opportunities will open up. And when those opportunities open up, it will, it, it'll explode. You will be shocked to the point that you'll know that it's God. Period. You'll know that it's God. I've got to catch up with myself here for a second. Okay, so the Bible says in second, or 1 Corinthians 2.16 that you, we, me, you have the mind of Christ. Do you believe it? We have the mind of Christ. That also tells me that we can do it. We also, in 1 Corinthians 3.16, it tells us that we're the temple of God. Spirit of God dwells within me. Do we show it? Does our environment show it? Now listen, I'm not saying any of this stuff to be condemning at all. Because we've all been there. Every single solitary person. We've all been there. We all have the battle. But I do say these things to I absolutely stir your spirit up so much that you're like, you know what? If Pastor Justin can do it, I can do it. And I know we all giggle about that, but it's the truth. God's no respecter of persons. Y'all don't know me as well as you know him because he's been the one behind this pulpit for seven years. So you've seen a lot of that, but I'm telling you, we've all gone through it. But praise God. Praise God. All right. Romans 8, 6 says, Being carnally minded, being self-minded is death. Okay, that's not the death like we think. It's separation from God. And I know Pastor Justin teaches on that too. It's separation from God. But being spiritually minded is life and peace. So, you're not waiting on someone or something to make you happy. You're waiting on a choice. And it's a choice that no one else can make but you. That's it. No one else can make it but you. So let's look at what we need to get cleaned up. Let's look at our environment. Let's look at those six people that we spend the most time with, and let's, let's see 
positive, negative. Let's look at those things. Let's look at our thoughts and our words. Because here's what I found out a long time ago. The only person you can change is you. You can't change your spouse. You can't change your kids. You can't change your parents. You cannot change anyone except yourself. Now, to some of us, that was a big revelation because I was a control freak for the longest time. So that was a, hu- <laughs> that was a huge revelation that I can't control anyone except me. But also it's been extremely freeing because I'm the only one I'm responsible for. And if I, I can be positive and I can choose the Holy Spirit instead of self, then my life's great. And so will yours be. Okay, so let's think about some of the things that we can do. And I'm almost done because I know Pastor Justin's wanting to talk for a second. Surround yourself with positive people. No matter what it takes, surround yourself with positive, with positive people. You know, write things down. <laughs> when, I was first started, when I was first going through this journey, I had up by my door, by my front door, I wrote down things that God told me in, in his word, in the Bible, some of the things that he said. You know, I am the head and not the tail. And one of the things that I put up on the, on the door was, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I had one of my friends walk in, and she was like, are you afraid Terry's going to leave you? I was like, what? Well, you have up on the door, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Are you trying to remind him that he can't leave? I'm like, no, 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 no. So people might think you're a little, you know, you're a little out there when you do. But I had, I had stuff everywhere, and I still do. You know, I told you, I already, I was extremely... I want to be extremely transparent. And one of the issues that I have dealt with is the control issue, being in control. And I literally, I have this up in two places in my house. And this is a confession that I tell myself all the time. And here's what it says. I am willing to release the need to control everything in my life. These things are up in my house. You know why? Because I'm renewing my mind daily. And if we don't do that, we'll go right back to the habit. This is another one that I have up. And I literally put pictures beside me, mine, so that I know, okay, Melissa, this is yours. This is mine. This one says, do the next right thing in front of you. Because I always want to go out and make sure that everything is taken care of and met that control. I don't have to do that. Do the next right thing in front of you. So surround yourself with positive people. Put those things up in your house if you have to. If you are someone that's completely surrounded by negative and you don't have any positive in your life, you friend me on Facebook. I'll give you my cell phone number. I'll give it to you right now. I will be the positive in your life. Thank God I can do that, honestly. And ask for help. Find someone that you can be accountable to, someone that can be truthful with you 
out of love and they can say things like, are you really being positive in this situation? I truly understand that I truly understand that your, your truck broke down and you need a way to work. But let's back up for a second and let's see what God's doing in the middle of this. And let's be positive. Guys, I promise you one thing. Your life will change forever for the better. And you will truly be living the heaven on earth that Jesus died so that we could live in. If we'll just renew our minds and choose to be positive and think of the lives that we will change. Amen?